0: Welcome back to another episode of Goonies World. I am Johnny Farrow, also known as Sean. And with me, as always, is Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello. And then we also, of course, have Goonie, also known as Colin. Mm. Guten Tag. And uh, we are Austrians today because we're playing part two of The Beast, which is a one-page horror RPG written by Grant Howard and Chris Taylor and last time we met our heroes Ludwig and Dagobert and they uh, were minions of the Baron here in 1750s Austria and he's asked them tasked them with tracking down a beast before it can take a girl from the village every 130 years a girl is taken from the village and they've already done some investigations uh, one person who's been implicated already in their inv- investigations is young Piers who is a, a man who is by his poor constitution unable to consummate his love for a woman and so he made a terrible deal with a, a strange jet-skinned being he had seen outside of the daylight deep in the woods by some ruins nearby and uh, he was promised unlimited opportunity and inexhaustible ability if only he would paint a strange symbol the sigil of baphomet on the side of a house of a most beautiful young virgin of the village which he was interrupted in the middle of doing you guys found his half-painted sigil talked to the priest and identified just what it was and uh, interrogated young peers until he admitted what he had done And If memory serves, you guys actually enticed him to dress as a woman in his mother's clothes and paint the symbol on his own cottage uh, to lure the beast there. And I think you did that earlier on in the day and then you had uh, decided to go speak with Hester, an old crone, a woman who lives outside the village who supposedly 30 years ago gave birth to a two-headed child. The child was destroyed. She was driven from the village and the Baron says she should be a, a wealth of uh, mysterious lore and arcane knowledge, because all old women who live alone are obviously up to no good and obviously well versed in the supernatural arts. And I believe that uh, leaving Pierce in the village with his uh, with his new clothes and his sigil painted home, you had gone off to look for. Hester, the old crone. But before you could find her, you were attacked by uh, men of an adjacent village. You drove them away, but not before they said they had been hired in the night by someone who had uh, hired them to come after you. And that is where we left it, with you uh, having defeated them, driven them away after stabbing them, I believe in the ass, if memory serves. Somebody got stabbed in the ass, and I don't think it was was when he...
1: There was some ass-stabbing and some groin-stabbing. Yeah,
0: groin-stabbing groin yeah. right. as well. That's right. There was some ass-and-groin-stabbing. Because these things happened, you know, in 1750s Austria. There was just a lot of groin-stabbing. So this is actually quite historically accurate. But uh, you guys, I think we left it right where you could see. And you're in these little canyons and ravines, you know, in the, the hills east of town, where you've seen the, the old he- widow Hester's hut. And that's where we we stopped, I believe. It is still a, a drizzly afternoon under a leaden gray sky, and uh, I will let you approach her hut as you may and call out your presence as uh, as you see fit.
1: Do you think we should just go knock on the door?
2: Let's investigate first. We have to go up quietly. Is she? She might be. She might worship the devil. We don't know.
1: Are you saying we should sneak then?
2: You sneak.
0: Well, I think it sounds like it uh, might be a little bit challenging to sneak through this type of terrain. You know, it's all the loose rock and things like that. So I'm going to roll 2d10 for, diffi- for a challenging difficulty. And I've rolled an 8. So you guys would roll 1d10 unless, of course, you can. You've got a relevant skill, you can add a d10, or if you can explain how your background is applicable in this situation, you can throw in a d10. Otherwise, beat an 8 to be silent.
1: Yeah, I don't really think any of my skills or blacksmith apprentice background is going to help out in this particular. And I rolled a 1.
0: Well, you make a great deal of noise kicking loose shale and rocks down the gully and splash in the creek below. Well
2: doesn't matter what I rolled but uh, I rolled a nine so I'm quiet but it, you know it only takes one to fuck up and
0: that's like right. Dagobert's Dagobert's cat-like silence is ruined by the clumsy rock shuffling of uh, Ludwig as you guys awkwardly at least one of you awkwardly makes your way down to where Hester's hut is and of course the, uh, the door pops open and you see her wizened old face Staring up at you. Who's making all that racket? Coming down into my, into my abode. You must not make so much racket. That
2: was then him. he sli- clumsy no, oaf.
1: It was my fault. I apologize. I slipped on this rock and I hurt myself, and I was going to scream in pain, but I stopped myself. And then you popped out of the door. So, hi. I hope
0: you're not peddlers come here to sell anything. I want nothing and I have no money. So be gone with you.
2: No, we're not peddlers. We are looking for information that you might be able to give us.
0: Oh? I I make no love potions. No filters that will make the girls of the village love you. Can I
1: help you in this way? Go away.
2: I don't need a love potion for that.
1: I don't, I don't... I'm don't. i not interested in any of the girls, anyway. Uh, I, did, did Pierce come here at some point? It sounds like something he would do.
0: I don't know this Pierce you speak of. I sometimes talk to women of the village and help them with their problems. But what do you want? You say you want information. What information can I give you?
2: Have you seen anyone strange in
0: these woods? There are many strange things in the woods... But you, perhaps you best come inside. These things are best left discussed over the fire. And she looks around the, the little ravine and looks up ahead at the overcast sky. We have many hours of daylight left. Come, do come inside and take tea.
1: Well, okay. Um, you don't, uh, just... I've heard all sorts of stories. I just want to make sure you don't, um like cook children or anything, right?
0: How will I cook children when I can't catch any children?
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh,
2: you, you can turn into an animal or you can fly on the broomstick or something we, like that.
0: You have been listening to too many tales and stories. Hmm. Come in, or I will help you not.
1: Okay. Well, we better go inside.
0: All right. Well, you make your way down the rest of the way into the ravine, and you go into her squalid little hut. It smells like a uh, unkempt, unwashed old lady in here. There's filth all over the place, and uh, a mound of bedding, and there's a few clay jars and things like that where it looks like she might have something valuable stored herbs things like that there's a few bones and a plate a little pewter plate over in one corner You recognize as rabbit bones and there's a filthy jug of water but she does have a tea kettle but you see it's broken uh, one of the handles is snapped off the tea kettle but she does her best to brew and pour tea for you with the broken tea kettle and she goes no You ask if I've seen strange things. I see many strange things. But something tells me you're not just looking for any strange thing. You're looking for something very specific.
2: Yes. We're looking for the
1: beast. The beast? We have encountered um, several people who have seen this beast and they claim that he has... Glowing eyes and jet skin
0: hmm. I assume you speak as a beast that is behind the curse of the village of Wolfsburg
2: Yes, they're the, the women uh, they're hmm. dying because of this curse Are they dying? Disappearing? Well, they disappeared I don't know Perhaps
0: they're taken away to some place quite nice Mm, I don't think so. Did you ever think that it is the barons, the barons of Wolfburg themselves, who may be adopting these girls?
2: Then why would he... The, oh, uh, who, who was it who hired us? The baron. The baron, yeah. yeah I don't know why the baron would uh, hire us to find... to kill the beast. If it was him, we'd find out.
1: That he would not have a scapegoat anymore if he was abducting the girls and we killed the beast. Then he. Uh, then if girls get abducted after the beast is dead, then all of a sudden we have to look at the baron.
0: Yes, well, perhaps it is his ancestors who have done it. It is my understanding the girls will disappear every 130 years. And you seek a beast with jet black skin and glowing eyes. Well, I know of such a beast. Yes. Who is it? No. Who? It's not a who so much as a what, but I can tell you nothing unless you pass three trials. Damn it! We don't have time for that. You must make time for it if you
2: want to fight the beast. Why don't you just tell us what you know now?
0: No, because that is not the way strange old women work. Plus, I am... Offering to do something for you that would be helpful to the village when the village has done nothing for me. They drove me out thirty years ago.
2: You had a kid
0: of two heads. We will talk more about him later. First, is he the beast? No, he is not the beast. But you, pretty one, she says, looking at Ludwig, your, your overlarge friend here
1: is quite obstructive. Do you agree to pass my three trials? well I does this involve bringing you children to cook because well, I don't think that would be very good but if not then I think I probably
0: oh I don't need any children to cook I'm full right now but your first trial is to fix this tea kettle and she indicates the you know tea kettle with the broken handle just trial number one. You must fix the tea kettle. Now, this is a rather difficult little job. You know that that, that, that handles put on there in just a certain way. But it seems to me that a, a skilled smith or a person with a, a similar background might be able to uh, fix it. And I've rolled a ten on two dice here—a di- a challenging uh, task. And if, and if presumably Ludwig can. Uh, Fix that. You could certainly fork in an extra dice to use the burning wheel language uh, for your background, and then if you also have the skill craft, I believe it's probably good for a, another d10. Yeah,
1: I was going to uh, <clears throat> I was going to argue for that. So you you obviated the need for me to argue because I do have craft, and of course the background of a apprentice blacksmith.
0: You'll so we'll be rolling three dice to so try to beat a ten, which should be fairly well should be. should be. It, should <laughs> it
1: wasn't. Rolled really. two twos and a one.
0: Well, she looks with great distaste. And it takes, you know, like 45 minutes before you give up, right? You know, and it's a long 45 minutes. <laughs> we are, she shakes her head. And we, are we are not handy,
2: man. We are
0: warriors. We try to kill the beast. I'm very disappointed in the first trial results. Perhaps the second trial is something you'll have more success with. Come outside. I must show you something. And she struggles to her feet and puts her shawl uh, around her shoulders. And
2: now she wants us to probably dig a hole or something.
0: But, uh, she follow you follow her outside. She goes around behind the hut and a little further down the ravine. You see a, a tree has become uprooted. You know, in a distant, in a recent storm. And it's fallen down from uh, the surface above into the ravine and blocked the way, this tree trunk. This heavy tree trunk blocks the way from where I go and snare my rabbits and their traps. So you must move this, this heavy log out of the way. That is the second trial. These are just chores, not trials. <laughs> Call them what you will. They are my price.
1: Uh,
2: well, I am strong... I can do it.
1: I will try to help you.
0: Okay, I think the helping should be certainly worth an extra, uh, an extra dice here. Ryan's D10 from doing anything at all can be added. So, if uh, yeah, uh, all right. Uh, well, I have not uh, moved oh, the target haven't. number okay. yet. Okay. Well, God. Yeah, my try. My target number is so high. I doubt you've beaten it. But I've a nineteen. Here. Oh shit. Yeah. No, I got half of that. Okay, well, that is not... You guys push and strain no matter how hard you try. (laughs) You make all kinds of Arnold noise. Uh, As you try struggling and grunting in an Austrian fashion. Uh, Again, spending a good amount of time on it before you finally give up. And she's shaking her head sadly. I am very disappointed what? in both the first trial and the second trial. What did you put in that tree? Cement. <laughs> no, no. But oh, perhaps the third trial will be one that you will be more successful at. And if you have success on the third trial, then I will be able to help you by giving you vital information about the beast. Are you ready for the third trial?
2: What is it?
0: Long ago you mentioned that I had a child. Did you not?
1: Yeah, That's we what we heard in the village. Yeah,
2: yeah, we
0: heard you had a child with two heads. Yeah. Did they say what happened to the child?
2: Hmm. I, do, I, do, I don't know. Maybe did it die?
1: I thought they said that it was destroyed or something. Yes, many people believe that the child was
0: destroyed. But the child was of great internal constitution. And the child merely pretended to be dead. And then slunk away later, having crawled out of a shallow grave. And the child lives still. Nearby. In the cave of springs where it hides away and lives in solitude it is not the beast you seek but it has become a beast and i know it is still there because i have heard it wailing and crying in the night i never asked to lie with the devil and produce such a child it is against the natural order and it must be destroyed so you go to the cave of springs and find this devil child and finally destroy it. Then I will tell you what I know about the beast.
2: Yes, now this is a proper trial and we could go and kill this beast and this will give us practice for killing the the actual beast.
1: Do you think it's a little weird that she wants us to go kill her or her child? Maybe she should go like try to like you know, mother it or something. Like so take care of reconnect it. Reconnect with it. <laughs> like she's estranged from this poor child. I think we should take her, her out to, to meet the child and 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 reunite.
2: This is a, a child of the devil. Though we cannot let it live.
1: How do you know it's The child of the devil. Did, miss Miss Cron, I forgot your name. <laughs> Hester is my name Hester, yes You, You slept with the devil to produce this child, is that right? I was forced
0: by the devil I was a very beautiful young girl And the devil came to me in the night And my mother surprised the devil And sprinkled some salt on him And he had to run away Because the devil cannot abide salt And so this is, of course How the child came to me And I have no love for this thing and it is against the natural order which has driven me away plus i can tell that i can hear the pain in its voice as it echoes down from the cave of springs and i cannot go with you for a great climb to the cave of springs is required it is it is at the top of a waterfall and my old bones are too fragile to make that climb
2: do you have any um tips like does it have any weaknesses that we can use against it Oh,
0: I'm afraid the devil child is somewhat beyond my ken, even though I birthed him. The beast I know much about, and many other dark things besides. But I imagine that the devil child will succumb to two things you have already. Your blades and your balls. By which I mean your flintlock musket balls, of course.
2: But you said that the devil... Uh, cannot abide salt. So maybe if this is the devil's child, we should uh, bring some salt with us, and uh, maybe that will hurt it a little. Do you have any salt? Do,
0: do what you think you must. Do I look like the kind of person who can afford expensive seasonings? Do I look like a a, a preserver of meats? There must be a salter in your village if you need salt so badly. However, perhaps you would use salt for other purposes as well. I feel quite confident that your blades and balls will do the trick, but if you mean to procure salt, I believe Carl Salter is still the preserver of meat in your village.
1: Well, you know, you know Dagobert, um, and now I'm French for some reason. Um, uh, did you know that the uh, um, urine is very salty? We could just we we just have to urinate upon the devil child.
2: That is a good idea. We will we'll urinate on it, and as uh, we'll probably work up a sweat that is salty, uh, and um, tears are salty. But I will not be crying.
0: I will leave you to make whatever plans you wish to make. Come and talk to me when the deed is done, but you must bring some proof. And Do what? The remains shall be given a proper burial, if that will help the poor thing's immortal soul, but you must dispatch it from its miserable life. The river Groner here, the creek that is passing by, is not even remotely a river, but she dignifies it with the name. It springs from the Cave of Springs. If you follow the creek. Follow it to its source. There you will find a waterfall trickling down the slide of Schloss Groner, or Mount Groner. Schloss means a castle. Mount Groner. And you must climb to the cave at the top of the waterfall, and there you will find the devil child, for I have heard his cries emanating from the cave.
2: Does does this devil child have a name?
0: He was never named such a thing should not be named.
2: Okay, we will just call it the Devil Child, then.
0: That's a good name for it, for that
1: is what it is. Okay, so... I say we just go, then. We just go and urinate upon it very forcefully, and then stab at it with our swords and and you can shoot at it if you want I can't shoot very good but you can shoot at it if you want to use your balls
2: yeah I will use my balls
1: it's a good thing that I've
0: had you drink all that tea if you're planning on urinating good
1: yeah yeah good point well I will take leave of you for now
0: and uh, she turns without waving goodbye and goes back to her, her hut to await you. Whatever proof you want to bring of its death. You know, I guess that's up to you, but she wants to try to bury some part of it, she said. So following the trail is not that hard because you just have to follow what she calls the river, which is really sort of a glorified creek. And you're walking up, really, you know, because it's tumbling down from Mount Grona and cutting its way through with the little valley and distributing itself into this ravine system. But after walking for a few hours, I mean, it's not... It's probably mid-afternoon by the time you finally... And you can hear it long before you see it, the waterfall. Now, it's not like this huge, raging Niagara Falls-type waterfall because it's just creating a creek. But looking at maybe about 100, 150 feet up the side of a pretty sheer drop, you can see... A cave that the water is uh, spraying out of pretty much. Now I say it's a sheer drop but there it is possible to climb although it is it is is gonna be challenging to do so. this is the episode of challenging encounters and in order to climb up there, Without mishap or injury. Well, you know what? On two dice, I rolled very low. And that's a weird thing about this system. I've seen some others like this where the target number itself fluctuates, you know. Mm. What makes it easier or hard is the number of dice I'm rolling for it. Mm-hmm. You just you don't beat a certain number. You just beat whatever the GM rolled. And I just rolled a five on two dice. So it should be an easy climb for you. Okay, and, but we are using one die you're using one dice unless you have a relevant skill that you think would uh, uh, or background that you think would help in this given situation
1: not really so i mean you might be able
0: to argue for endure i think a, i think that's a reasonable argument but I got yeah yeah, yeah. but you're very pretty though you have shit for climbing but you're pretty
1: well, my dice went on the floor. Okay. Well, much like you, your dice have fallen. No. <laughs> um, whatever it is on the floor is what I'm going to go with. All right.
0: All right. How about you, uh, Daggerbird? What did you roll? Did you beat a five? Yes, I got a 14. Oh, well, that's great. You endured your climb.
1: My red D10 that landed on the floor, well, landed with five facing up.
0: Right on a five. Well, that is lucky. I mean, you, so yours was close. It was no 14. Dagobert scampers almost up to the top like a little mountain goat. And uh, you come up rather more slowly. It's a few close calls. But eventually you guys find yourself standing at the surprisingly small cave mouth. And when I say water spraying out, I don't know if it's spraying like a hose. But, you know, it's got enough force here that's bubbling up over the side and spraying out a little bit so that... Uh, you know, it's damp all over what we might call the the cave porch that the water's pouring out of. But, of course, it's very dark inside. And, uh, and you just have to rely on whatever ambient daylight you have with you. I don't believe you're carrying any kind of uh, lanterns or anything like that. You do have your weapons, and that's kind of the most important thing. But there should be just enough ambient light. But it will certainly be dim inside there. Unless you would like to try to coax whatever's inside to come out. You certainly don't hear the wailing and crying that Hester spoke of. Just the trickle of the
2: water. Maybe we should pretend to be the mom and lure it out.
1: I can try, if you think that's a good idea.
2: Yes, you have more feminine voice than me. You try to uh, say sweet things to it, like, It's me, mommy. I love you and have it come out and we'll st- stab it
1: and pee on it. <laughs> well, perhaps, uh, perhaps if we do that, it will come out and we won't have, we won't have to. Well, let's just play it by ear. Um, hello? <laughs> um. Are you my child? Would you like to come out and, and meet your mommy? Would you like to suckle on my teats? <laughs> I have fresh milk, and I want to feed you. I wanted to name you Herman, but, um, I you know, I could not stop the villagers from trying to kill you, and I thought you were dead. I didn't mean to leave you like that, to have to scamper away into this cave, and, and I've, I've missed you all these years. Um, hello?
0: Well, you know what? I think that uh, it would be very hard to believe that that would fool (laughs) the creature. But hard is one of our categories, 3d10, you know? And uh, so I'm going to roll 3d10. And let's see. I guess altogether that's going to be a 16. And I don't know if you have any relevant skills or background or charm. Maybe I could see.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I do have charm. charm. Um, I don't think I really have anything else that I feel comfortable trying to argue for, but I think charm mm-hmm. is, is. Well, it's possible
0: cool. to get sixteen or more on. Uh, yeah, on, on two dice. I got a, uh, an
1: eleven.
0: Oh, and I guess I guess technically speaking, it has to be more. You have to roll more than me, not equal to or more than me. So I'll remember that in the future. But an 11 is not a 16. And you. Do, so, you know, a creature does not run out, uh, you know, with, with a loving embrace in his arms. But you do hear a commotion in the cave and a heavy breathing and a sound of bare feet splashing through water and bursting out. Onto the thin ledge outside the cave, you know, which is also slippery, don't forget, and you've got a 150-foot drop, is an immense, probably about seven feet tall, but it's hunched over, and really extra hairy man with two heads, except one of the heads, it just it's just hanging there limp and lifeless, you know, it's just like a, a husk of a head, it's just a shape of a head, and it's hanging there with a really disturbing expression on its face because there's nothing to animate it's you know slack features and jaw and the creatures bellowing at this point it doesn't believe you're its mother but now it knows somebody's out here and when you see it it's quite shocking it's the first real quote-unquote monster or deformity you've ever really seen but it attempts to uh wave its huge hairy arms and literally like knock you guys off the ledge to go plunging to your death 150 feet below and so you'll have to avoid its arms I think this should be again not to make every little single thing challenging but you're on a slippery ledge on the top of a cliff face basically in the outpouring of a waterfall and I've just rolled a 12 here but if either of you has strike I will allow you to factor that in because strike is kind of like you know fighting and tussling and melee and all that but uh, please get a 12 or please beat a 12 Yeah, or you could be in trouble and this is dodging essentially essentially to not get hit yeah I only rolled a 9 oh well you were smacked in the back of the head with one of the great hairy arms what about you Ludwig Ludwig rolls 13. Ah, Ludwig dodges out of the way, but uh, you see Daggerbun, unfortunately, he's struck in the back of the skull, and he begins a totter and fall from the cliff. Unless, Ludwig, you want to try to, to stop him somehow. Do so you want to try to grab him? And
1: um, trying to see if I have anything that looks like it would be... Helpful and I don't, so yeah, I'll try something. It's Um, gonna be
0: pretty easy, you know. I think he's right there, so I'm gonna roll an easy challenge. And well, I got a four, so that's that could have been a a lot worse. So if you well, I rolled a 10. Hey, you reach out and grab Daggerburton, and even Uh. though he's big and heavy, guy, you pull him right back up onto the ledge. But the fact remains that the devil child uh, stands screaming over you, its screams are like echoing down you know the uh, ravine down below following a little river groner probably all the way back down to the village for all you know there's screams in the mountains tonight on Goonies World but it looms above you guys and what do you do you don't really have a strict turn sequence but you're both armed with your mus- with your balls and your blades you've got your flintlock pistols and your swords what do you do
1: well, I'm going to use my balls, by which I mean I'm going to whip out my dick and pee on it, because everybody knows that pee is stored in the balls.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you go ahead and do that. So you you expose yourself, and you, with all that tea that you had recently, luckily you don't have a, a, a shy bladder. I'm going to assume you don't have a shy bladder. You never would have so uh, whipped it out with such bravado. But uh, you do pee. On, on the creature. Now, do you really get it nice, though? Solid target center? You just kind of splatter it a little bit. That's what I want to know. Hose it down. So, I oh, think... Oh, yeah,
1: like... like like I'm going to fire hose this fucking thing.
0: Okay, well, it's right in front of you. I think it should be pretty easy to fire hose it. So I'm going to roll an easy challenge. And actually got a 7. So uh, if you have any... Roll a d10, and if you have any skills or background that you think might help for peeing on things and hosing them down. Um uh, I mean maybe once when you were a blacksmith a fire got out of control and there was the water bucket wasn't handy and you had to pee. Or I don't know. If, I don't know.
2: Maybe you had to uh charm someone to allow uh them to, to let pee on you. you. Yeah. Um
1: so I mean it's it's really not like shooting. Um I, I think it's. I mean, it's not really like striking either.
0: Um, I, 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 you- I, th- I could see shooting. I mean, it it is in effect a ranged
1: attack. You have to aim. But I don't <laughs> have shooting, so. Well, oh, matter. that's right.
0: It doesn't matter, I guess. It's certainly not charm.
1: Yeah. So, what'd you roll? I rolled a seven on one die. All right. Well, I'm just. I'm just gonna roll one. Okay. And here yes, it comes. Maybe
0: you'll get an 8 or a 9 or a 10. I did not. I got a 4. Well, you do splatter some on it. So whether or not the urine, the salt content in urine is not enough to hurt a alleged child of the devil, <laughs> or you didn't get enough on it, maybe, you, you know, but you do splatter up the side, you know, and it's, it's, not, it's not wearing any clothes at all, you know, but it's so hairy that you really... You're not offended by any of its nakedness. Watch where uh, you ping.
2: You ping all over. Get control of ma- your
0: penis. It makes a scream as if it would say the same thing in your language if it could. But, uh, meanwhile, so Ludwig, let's fly with some hot steaming urine, you know, that mixes with the water of the waterfall, I guess, and goes downstream and someone drinks later and they don't realize they're drinking your, your urine. But, uh, what do you do? You're up there, too, you know, right right in and around this dagger. What do you do while Ludwig is peeing on the devil child?
2: Um, I will take a strike with my sword at it.
0: Okay, so out comes the blade, and... i try to pee.
2: take off that head, the good head. Oh,
0: take the good head? Okay. All right. Yeah, and, uh, I'm, uh, I, I think that... It should probably be pretty easy because you're right here. I, but I accidentally rolled two dice instead of one, so let me re roll that instead of picking the. Jesus Christ. I rolled, though, the big zero, the 10, you know, the, so what'd you get? I rolled a 13. Hey, that's just enough. Now you strike it. And, you know, uh, this is a rules light game with a huge amount open to interpretation. Uh, and. You have uh, certainly struck the beast in his head, though. You succeeded in in what you wanted to do. And I I call it the beast, but it's not the beast, because in this game, when you fight the beast, it's going to roll d20s, not d10s. But you strike his head, and it cries out, falls to the ground. You didn't take it completely off, but it's bleeding now, and shocked, and is reaching and holding his hand to the side of his head. He does do a wild kick back at you, though, Uh, Dagobert, and an attempt to kick you off again. And, well, this should be pretty easy for you, but you need to roll higher than a three. I don't think we're going to count the strike this time. Okay. Just your one dice. Alright. Nope. I rolled a one. (laughs) Oh, no, you rolled a one. Well, (laughs) goodbye. you'd... you'd, (laughs) You, hit, you don't take the thing's head off, but like I said, it's bleeding. It falls to the ground. It cries out. It's grabbing its neck, and you guys can see blood pumping out, you know, from the, between its fingers and all that. But it does give that one last wild kick, and it kicks you, Dagobur. Dagobur, you you stumble back a few feet, and then you realize there's empty space behind you. And there's one more chance for your friend to try to grab you and pull you back. Ludwig, if you want to try to grab him, it should be pretty easy. But, of course, you're, you're still... You might still be in mid-pee, so, I mean, he could get well, some I pee on him. Oh, but I'm,
1: I'm 100% in the middle, in midstream. What? And in, you know, seeing him get this kick, I'm going to just panic, turn to face him squarely <laughs> and begin peeing all over him. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: uh, I'm going to reach out and grab his dick if
0: I can to save to <laughs> okay. save my life. Right. Okay, well... I, I, you know, you can never predict where a game will go or, you know, exactly just, how to adjudicate trying to save any my given life. situation. One guy falling off, beginning to fall off a cliff, another guy starts to pee on him. So falling guy grabs peeing guy's dick to prevent him from falling. So no one can blame me if this goes badly because I think this falls in the category of, of uh, you know, crazy-ass player actions that may have consequences. But I think that depending on the size of the target you would be grabbing (laughs) so if we can have an honest assessment
1: um should I go get a D12
0: (laughs) (laughs) you should get a D10 handy I think don't try to go for the extra 2 inches (laughs) (laughs) let's call it a D10 plus 2 just to give a nice minimum of 3 and uh, (laughs) and so yeah I'm going to say no seriously um, this is this has got to be challenging to, like, reach out and grab a, a penis while it's peeing on you. So, uh, I'm going to roll the... But you know what? Since it's your penis, Ryan, why don't you roll the 2D10 to determine the the challenge rating that he's going to have to beat?
1: Okay. Um, ooh, five. Okay, it's two, five.
0: Now, that's, that's not your length or girth. Don't worry about that. But it is the number that... Dagobah's going to have to roll to grab your penis. Now, whether or not that stops him from falling is not the question here. We're just seeing if he can grab it. Okay. All
2: right. <laughs> yeah, as I'm f- tottering backwards, and I reach out, grab onto <laughs> first thing that's, you know, there. <laughs> now, am I rolling a uh, I don't have any uh,
0: special. Uh, no, but for I think this. reaching out and grabbing and/or striking something. I think we can give you the benefit of the doubt and allow you to strike. Allow you all right. your strike skill. Well,
1: and you know I'm kind of doing a pelvic thrust. To to That's right. Him You're him trying reach. to direct
0: yourself in that direction. Uh, nine. Uh, nine. Well, you certainly grab it, but now all the weight. I've got it. <laughs> All the weight of Dagger, though, now is pulling on, you know, on your member.
1: And you're you're still peeing. You know, he's peeing. Well, I assume he's stopped the flow. (laughs) Yeah,
0: a little bit. But, you know, like how it just creates more pressure. And so some of it sprays out. Like when you put your thumb over a, you know, a hose a little bit. So he gets some, you know, in the face and it runs down his arm. But... Um, now I think it will. I am sorry. I think it would be incredibly hard to pull someone up from falling off a cliff with just your dick. So um, I think that. In the, well, you look like you had something to say. Let me not.
1: Well, so yeah. I mean, no. Once, once he's grabbed it, then I'm going to reach down with my arm and grab okay. his elbow and pull. Okay. You know and pull him up. Okay. I'm not going to try to pull him up with just my
0: dick. Well, I know. I was going to say that'd be a little crazy because you'd be in serious danger of having it. You know, pulled off. But um this is a this is a challenging thing to do though nevertheless and you need to roll higher than an 8. Uh me? Uh no. Oh okay. Uh, I'm no. just But you yeah, know what? Just you're probably on. pushing with your feet or something so go ahead and take an extra dice for the effort that your friend is is you know since everybody wants this to happen.
1: Okay, so I need to beat an 8 on uh, two dice.
0: Unless you have some other... So this will strike seems... Strike's probably appropriate here. You can Maybe interpret strike I... as general physical tussling type activity, including... Oh, Jesus Christ. I got pulling.
1: a 20.
0: <laughs> well, you pull him back up. You pull him with such force, you know, that you guys both you stumble backwards a few feet, and you topple over the, the body of the devil child. And, of course, it's still bleeding out but it's not dead yet you can see it's going to die but it has a little bit of life left in it and one final time it screams out and waves both of its big heavy arms around trying to bash you guys in the head and uh, you can use strike for this if you wish but I rolled on two dice I just rolled a 15 and (sighs) so this is not to get knocked off you're further back enough now you're not going to get knocked off your hit, but you're going to you know be, be, be injured a little bit wounded it's not like hit points but uh, you don't want to get clocked in the head super super hard
2: nine for that, me
0: well yeah. with its dying flail of its arm it cracks your guys skull together you know it's real hard uh, it didn't do it on purpose it's not a three stooges moment but in flinging its arms around it hit one of you in the head and hit the other one in the head and your heads crash together you're injured got big, you know, knots on your head. Goose egg. And you slip to the ground, and it's blood. But by now, it's blood is mixing with the water in of the pool. waterfall of the spring. And now, it, following the urine down the waterfall, now comes the blood of the devil child who is dead. But you're supposed to bring back some kind of proof that it's dead. So I'll let you think about that. Of course, take a few minutes to catch your breath or whatever. but. Duh. I think we
2: have to, um, we have to cut, cut off uh, one of its heads as proof.
1: Which one? The good one or the uh, limp, f- flaccid one? Speaking of flaccid, I'm going to put my dick away.
2: <laughs> yeah, put that away. Tired of seeing that.
0: Then holding on to it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I stretched it out and gave you a couple more inches. <laughs> is that
0: <laughs> how
1: it works? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I so think, uh, think so.
2: Like uh, those stories, uh, the just-so stories with the the elephant, like how the elephant got his drunk right?
0: <laughs> right.
1: That's how Ludwig got his inches? Yeah. <laughs> I never did roll the d10, but I, you know, I, I figured that was we're, we're joking around anyway. Yeah, we're joking around anyway. Yes. This is,
0: Ludwig and the Angry Inches
1: I don't know Uh, (laughs) Ludwig (laughs) um,
0: (laughs) Great movie by the way Yes it is Uh, Saw that at your house Your apartment Back in the day Anyway We So yeah Were you going to cut off The limp and flaccid head Or both the heads Or which head
1: Well we could cut off both And each And each carry one Back to the chrome
2: Yes we We'll cut off both of them And carry One
1: each
0: Okay Well, you do that, and of course, now you face the climb back down, and guess what? You're injured. I mean, you got hit in the head pretty hard. You got conked in the head. You know, you're seeing little stars for a second there, and uh, you're carrying heads. So you got to climb back down. I'm still going to call this easy, but it will require a roll, so I'll need better than a four. Okay. Otherwise, you could fall and be injured twice.
2: Two for him. Three okay uh we're kind
0: of keeping track of the times you are quote injured okay. slash freaked out
2: <laughs> uh i got a 15 okay Did you say you had a three
1: yeah okay. what, did, uh, what, 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 were we rolling two dice
2: i was using endure so i was using uh, two
0: yeah he was yeah. rolling two and if you could argue for any anything at all you know i think it's I think it's kind of designed for you to argue a little bit, but you've got the four skills you've got, and they may not really help in this. But you do have to take a fall. Now, granted, you don't have hit points per se in this game, but I am keeping track of the times you are injured and or freaked out. So you may get almost all the way down, but when it's just enough room to fall, I mean, when it's just enough distance to hurt yourself but not to kill yourself, you fall. And land badly on an ankle. And I think we can interpret this as having like a bit of a limp, you know, for the next foreseeable bit of game time and might have cracked your tailbone a little bit too so you can you can walk along but it, but it's uh with a bit of a limp and you've taken two injuries
1: well um i think in that case then upon landing at the uh, bottom of this cliff um i would like to take a moment and use my heal skill
0: that's exactly what you should do and if you can get out you know rip off a piece of shirt wrap up tourniquet not tourniquet but you know what they call it brace brace the ankle a little bit yeah just make it a little easier to walk and i think we could forget about that injury if you could do it i think this should be twisted ankle that's fairly standard first aid stuff so we'll call this easy i'll roll the you know what that that was a 10 and i'm not going to make you try to do that i'm I'm going to re-roll that. I'm going to change dice. I'm taking GM prerogative to be kind to the players. and switch from my red dice to my brown dice. Well, I got a 9. Okay. Fate has well, decreed that this ankle will be difficult, but you should be rolling 2d10, so... And I rolled uh, 14. So. Hey, well, good, good. You've got it settle. You're only considered to have one injury now, so you're both considered to have one injury mm-hmm. as you move forward. I was going it's to call you Ludwig
2: the Lame if you had a limp, but it looks like you're... You're getting over it.
1: Mm. Yes, I braced, I braced the ankle very well, so it's, it's, I should be good, but it will probably get loose on the long walk back to the village, so I might have to do it again.
0: Yeah, you never know. It's certainly, you know, the head that you were carrying got banged up a little bit when you landed, but uh, that's probably not a really high priority. But eventually you do make your way back to the Crone's cottage. You follow the so-called River Groner back down. And she must have had great confidence in your success, for she has dug a hole despite her advanced age. It's not six feet deep. But she has even placed a cross made of wood, a modest cross. And there are tears in her eyes as you approach. And she she doesn't make, you know, direct eye contact with the thing, but she gestures that you should put the remains in the grave. And uh, she gestures at you Dagobert uh, points to the shovel do you want to uh, fill up the grave
2: yeah I'm going to kick the head like a soccer ball into the grave no I'm not going to do that. that's disrespectful <laughs> uh, exactly yeah <laughs> uh, now I'm going to um, <clears throat> place it in there gently and I'm assuming uh, Ludwig will put the other one in there and
0: yeah. yep I want you to work the... Yeah, start she, shoveling. She, 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 yeah, and then she, while you're using the shovel, she looks at you, Ludwig, and she goes, perhaps a few words would be in order here. I am too emotional, please. I know you are not a priest, but you could say some appropriate words, surely.
1: Um, I... Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to bury the devil child that was spawned from the raping of this old woman. When Satan broke into her house and did sex, sexy time with her <laughs> vagina. Amen. 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 man!
0: And so a few, a few quiet moments pass and she goes, Very well. Now, more tea. And I will tell you what I know about why my accent fluctuates so wildly between various ethnicities and I will also tell you everything I know about the beast And so you go back in and she makes you some more tea and after thinking for a little bit longer obviously she's lost in thought but she goes I thank you once again for putting a miserable creature out of its Out of its sad and lonely life, things are better this way. Perhaps his soul, perhaps his soul could reach the higher planes. But there is a being whose soul will never reach the higher planes, and that is the beast. Now, long ago in ancient times, the fallen angels witnessed the daughters of men, and they saw how beautiful they were, and so they came into them, as they say. Now, this is ringing a bell because you guys were at church just this morning. And if you call the, the priest who's giving a sermon on the Nephilim, you know, the so-called sons of God, who were the descendants of, uh, the, you know, the offspring of these fallen angels with human women. And uh, now what the connection there is, you don't know whether it's coincidence or foreshadowing or what. But this rings a bell with you. It seems to be similar. She doesn't use the word Nephilim. She says, but these creatures were cursed by God. Cursed for long lives. Unless they are to die by violence, then they will waste away for many, many long years. Thousands of years. And they are cursed by God, and therefore they cannot endure the sunlight. So I will tell you this will never see the beast by daylight for the beast cannot endure daylight or even the reflection of daylight even the reflection of daylight will cause great consternation to the beast or so it is written for that is the same with all, with all creatures who are cursed by God this is why vampires cannot handle the sunlight either <clears throat> and earlier we spoke of salt because it is cursed by God. It cannot endure salt. Like the devil, salt will cause it great weakness. You cannot harm the beast with any mundane weapons, such as those you carry, unless you are first to sprinkle the beast with salt, and not just any salt, but salt that has been ordained by a priest. Only then will your mundane weapons do harm to the beast. The beast every 130 years the reason that it keeps taking the girls is because the beast must engage in a ritual and if for 1000 years it can take these girls every 130 so we mean just seven or eight girls altogether. and if he were to take her and lie with her and strangle her with her own hair and he shall be given new lease on life. And if he shall accomplish all of this, then perhaps he shall win back his soul. But this is where the stories become very old and very confusing, and my knowledge begins to fade. And I am an old woman for whom the hour of sleep is fast approaching. And, she says, looking out the it is late afternoon now. You have spent your day in great exertions. But now you have the tools you need in terms of information. If you yes. know where this beast is, I cannot help you with that. But you do you guys do think you have a pretty good idea where the, the beast is in the ancient fortress, you know, the Schloss on, on Mount Berg, which is a different mountain that's nearby. And now you know that it cannot endure sunlight or even the reflection of sunlight. And that in order to wound it, you must first sprinkle it with salt. Now, in terms of really what it wants and why it's here, she seems a little more vague about its purposes and the metaphysics behind it all. But she seems quite confident about those physical details. And so, perhaps a return to the village is in order to... Maybe you do go see Carl Salter, the preserver of meat, get some salt. Maybe talk to the priest, see if he can bless the salt or... uh, but I'll let you guys figure that out next time. We're coming in, in about 56 minutes here, and I think that we'll, we'll wrap it up. And then in our next episode, which will be the final in this uh, Beast series, and presumably, unless you run screaming for Vienna to take up lives as Bohemian artists, then we'll confront the Beast in our next episode. All right.
2: Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.